Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me here today. Today I have a, another great story lined up for you. It is just one of many that I wrote while living with Reg and Laura Potter in Coldwater, Ontario, Canada. They were the folks that adopted me at a very young age and looked after me up till I was almost a teenager. The time I spent that with them, I will never forget. It was a time that wasn't tainted with political nonsense or tarnished by those that today try to sway a person's mind to their way of thinking. A time that a boy or girl could grow up knowing that their dreams of what they want to do or to be in life would be there waiting for them once they got older. Oh, there were obstacles we young ones had to endure, no denying that. But most of these eventualities that did take place were looked after around the kitchen table or in the evening hours when the work was done for the day. There were also a lot of fun things that took place and some fine memories were made, which brings me up to the story today. I hope you enjoy The Cottage. The Clydes are over by the barn there, George, having a drink. Once they get their fill, bring them on over to the house and hook them up to the hay wagon. I ordered a load of lumber from Jim at the mill and we have to go pick it up today. That cottage on the lake won't get built by itself. I didn't mind as I just loved going to the lake through the summer month as it gave me some time to do some serious fishing and boating. Actually, I had my own boat and motor back when, an old Evanbridge. Many a day you would find me browsing around the inlets trying my best to hook on a nice largemouth bass or two that might be lurking under the lily pads. Once I had the team over by the house and hooked up, Laura called saying she had a hot chocolate and sandwich waiting for me. I must say, that lady sure could make a good hot chocolate. It makes my mouth water thinking about it. My sister Barb many years also made a great tasting cup of hot chocolate and many a time we would sit and chat while enjoying a cup. Anyway, I thought that things were a little tight this year for money, Reg. I asked, do you think we can afford to buy the material to build that cottage? Well, said Reg, it has to be done sooner or later, and the way things are going on around the lake these days, I think we'd better get at it, meaning that a lot of folks were finding out about the lake and more cottages were being built, which would take more of Reg's time looking after them instead of his own projects. It won't strap us too hard, Reg said, as I made old Jim at the mill a trade for most of the lumber. He needed hay, and, well, I needed lumber, so it worked out real well. Well, I, for one, think it is a great idea, said Laura, as you two fellers have been loafing around here far too long for the past two weeks. I was beginning to think, just because the haying is all done and other things caught up, you two figured you can just sit around on the front porch giving me orders. Well, let me tell you. With that, Reg took hold of my arm and said, let's get out of here before she gets to hollering. We don't need the neighbors up the road thinking we're having a fight or something. Hollering? Who do you think you are? What do you mean? I don't holler. I just speak the truth. 
With that, I grabbed my second half of my sandies and gulped down the hot chocolate, and we were off. Looking back, I could see a smile on Laura's face, so I knew she wasn't really serious. She was just having some fun with old Reg. She did that quite a bit now and then, I, when I think about it. I like to believe it was her way of getting us out of her hair, along with Reg knowing, knowing that it's okay to be taking time off from the daily chores and farm life once in a while. And I think it was her way of showing how much she just did love him. Anyways, up the road we went with me taking the reins, as I sure enjoyed driving the team of Clydes. Not that there was much to do, really, as them horses, truth be told, knew what to do all on their own. I mostly just sat there and enjoyed the ride along with Reg's company. It wasn't very far to Jim's place, maybe three miles or so, which gave Reg and I some time to chat, which were mostly tales of his younger days. Along with them stories that he told and taking in the sweet smell of his pipe tobacco, I figured that I was about the luckiest young feller in the world. It seemed like no time, and we were at Jim's. Reggie got down off the wagon and started to talk to Jim while I stayed on the wagon, as the two old Clydes, for some reason, just didn't like the noise the saws were making in the mill. It was probably from not being around them too often, and things that they didn't know kind of spooked them a bit. So, being such a nice young feller that I am, I talked to, quietly to them, letting them know that there wasn't anything to worry about. Reg, he said, they go by the sound of your voice. If you're talking in a soothing way, they know things are okay and relax. If you're talking with fear or using an angry tone, they start to get a bit fidgety. Well, that could be it, be it I suppose, but I figured they knew exactly what I was saying. Bring that rig of yours over to the barn, George, said Jim, where that pile of lumber is stacked up so nicely. You can see it right there beside the well. That's your lumber. I cut and piled it there for you a few months ago. It's been drying there on stickers, so it is ready to be made into something. That is if there's anyone around that has the expertise to do so. He didn't chuckle. Oh, you don't have to worry about that, Jim, I said, as Reg and I are great carp carpenters. Ain't, we? Ain't that right, Reg? Isn't, George. Not ain't. And then looked one over at Jim and said, You got that right. We're the two best builders around these parts, George and me. That is, when we get good quality lumber to work with. Jim, he laughed, and I knew right off that they were both just funning with each other. I enjoyed listening to them. It seemed back then most folks could take a rousing, where today they get upset and head off to the lawyer's office to see what if what is said warranted some kind of civil action that they could make a few dollars off of. Anyways, I flicked the reins and away we went. Without any help from me, them Clydes pulled the wagon right over to the pile of lumber and stopped. See there, you two? They do know what you're saying. Jim smiled and said, Get on down now, George, so we can get to loading. I climbed down and before my feet hit the ground, lumber was being piled onto the wagon. I was just about to, to grab a board and help when Jim said, George, Sarah's in the house over there, and I think she has just finished making a fresh apple pie. You're, red, you're right, said Reg. I can smell it. How about you go and get yourself a piece and a couple more for Reg and myself? That is, if there's anything left after you get finished. Won't take us long to load this, no offense, but every so often a job can have too many hands. 
I understand, I said, and away I went over to the house. I knew that they were looking after my best interests, and hey, eating hot apple pie sounds a lot better to me than moving lumber. I walked up on the porch, and sure enough, looking into the screen door, I could see Sarah busy taking the pies out of the oven. I hope I'm not intruding, ma'am. It's just that your husband said to come on over here, and well, he said, I know, he said that I'm making some pies and to give you a piece, am I right? Yes, ma'am, I sure would like a piece. Oh, and he said to do up two more pieces for him and Reg, if that's okay with you, ma'am. Just fine, George. Come on in here for a minute and chat for a bit. Them fellows out there won't be done loading that wagon for a piece anyways. Well, they, they said it wouldn't take no time at all to load the wagon, ma'am. Well, saying something and doing something are two different things, she said. Whatever you say, ma'am. With that, I opened the screen door, went in, and sat down at the table. Here is a piece for you while you're chatting. With that, she took about half a pie and laid it on a plate in front of me. Is that enough pie, or would you like a bit more? That's just fine, ma'am. Thanks. So, how is Laura doing these days? Is that man of hers looking after her and treating her good? You know, you can tell me if he isn't. Oh, no, ma'am. Reds always treats her good. You know that. Yes, I do. There aren't very many men around out there like Reg today, she said. What about Jim, your husband? Isn't he a good feller? Looking at me, she smiled and said, Now you don't go off running and telling this, but I love that old feller more than life itself. I won't, I said. I'm good at keeping secrets. After a bit more of chatting, I put my plate in the sink and headed on back to the mill. About time you got back here, we had this wagon loaded an hour ago, said Reg. An hour ago? You're just jossing me. I was only gone for maybe half an hour at the most. Did that wife of mine talk your ear off? She's good at doing that when you young ones drop by from time to time. I kind of think it's because she never had any children of her own. I knew right off it didn't set right with them about the children part, so I didn't pursue it any further. Nope, not a bit, Mr. Jim. I enjoyed every minute of it, and that apple pie was sure tasty. With that, Reg and him sat down on a log and ate their piece. Great pie, said Reg. A few more minutes went by. We chatted. Reg and me said thanks, and we headed on up the road. It was late when we arrived back home, so the lumber didn't get to the lake till the next day. The following day, we started building the cottage, and for a good number of days after that, it took us most of the summer to finish building it, and when done, Laura said she never seen anything so beautiful in all her born days. Her saying that went a long way, enhancing Reg's and my ego, that's for sure. The old cottage is still standing today, owned by different folks as later on in years, and Reg and Laura sold it along with the marina they built a while after they finished the cottage. For a good number of years, Reg and Laura and myself had some great old times while at the cottage and I wrote many a story about my days on the lake, which I will share with you as time goes by. With that, I think now I'm in need for a cup of coffee. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Time's Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. 
All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.